When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can we just eat? You spent 10 hours on that turkey. It's silly to let it get cold. Alex will be here any minute. You know how unpredictable his schedule is. Sure, but we wait on him for everything. I just want him to give you the respect you deserve. Ben, you know he's busy. We're all busy. At least I made it here on time for dinner. Alex has been on tour pretty much every day the last two years and still managed to make it to Little North Tonawanda three times. I don't want to make you feel guilty, but I'm pretty sure that's two more than you. I know you're not trying to make me feel guilty, Mom, but you do it pretty effortlessly. (laughs) I'm just glad I'll have you both together again. Two years since our last group hug is too long. I know, Mom. I'm sorry. It's been a heck of a few years, between the changing parishes to the other stuff that's- Hey, Mom, sorry I'm late. I had to drop Jason off at his dad's on Grand Island. That's all right, honey. Just leave your things by the door and give your mother a hug. Of course. Mm. Oh my goodness, look at your hair. You cut it all off. It's growing back. I shaved it off for the summer. Well, I've got to say, I personally love it. It's great to see your face for once. Yeah, yeah. So what's for dinner? Maybe want to order in? Get some wings? Very funny. Sit down next to your brother. Hey, Alex. Bender! Jesus! You were sitting there so quiet, I thought you were part of the furniture. What's up, father brother? Can you not call me that? What? Why can't I call you father? Should I go with daddy? Your benderliness? No Bender. I'm in my mid-thirties. I think you can call me by my actual name. Whatever you say, Dad. How have you been, Bender... Jamin... Benjamin? I've been good, Alex. How about you? Awesome, man. Killer year for the Gooch. Going over to Rome next month to play the Vatican. I highly doubt the Pope is planning to host Satan's Gooch. (laughs) Like we'd perform for Grandpa Virtue Signals anyways. No, not the Vatican, the Vatican. It's this awesome new venue started by a group of Italian metalheads. Sounds lovely. They're a wild bunch from what I've heard. Throwing handfuls of black pepper, pecorino, and bucatini into the crowd. And get this, they call it Macho e Pepe. That would smell awful. Eh, it's a metal club. Can't be much worse than what we're used to. Look at you two getting on like old times. I might just need to pull out your old Super Nintendo and let you boys hang out. How about we just eat, Mom? I'd hate for the turkey to get any colder. Oh, yes. Will you do the honors? No point in having a priest in the family if he doesn't say grace. (sighs) Of course. Bless us, O Lord, and these thy gifts that we... What? You promised. He doesn't even actually believe in it. It's just his, I don't know, aesthetic. Oh, man. Please tell me you actually convinced him to... Mom, 
I am an actual Catholic priest, and you'd seriously rather have me blaspheme just to be equitable? Ben, honey, it's only fair. And you already said you would. Uh, fine. <sighs> Bless us, O Lord, and Satan, and these thy gifts, which we are about to receive from thy bounty through Christ. And? And Antichrist, our Lord. Amen. 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 Let's eat. Yes, please. Ben, could you pass the mashed potatoes? Here you go, Mom. I have to say, I'm sad I was so lost in prayer I couldn't get a video of that, Grace. Would have crushed on the Gucci's Bickbock. Yeah, yeah. Save some of that broccoli casserole for the rest of us. I need the fiber. I've been living off gas station taquitos for two months. Seriously, Mom, that was a great dinner. Did you do something different this year with the cranberries? Can you grab that towel? The rack's full, so you can dry the plates. Yeah, you got it. Now, what is it? What? The cranberry sauce was from a can, Ben. Something's clearly on your mind. I don't know. It's... It's just he makes me so frustrated. I have so many more pressing things on my plate, and yet every time I see Alex... It's all I can think about. Family will do that to you. You should have seen me and my sisters when we were your age. Oh, yeah? Yup. Your Aunt Carol would show up to Thanksgiving every year with a new boyfriend, and it drove me up a wall. <laughs> then I wouldn't think about it again until the next time I saw her. Kind of like stepping into another world with different problems, different priorities. I guess so. You're connected to your family in a different way. Especially your siblings. You and Aunt Carol seem to get along so well. Didn't you go on that Fleetwood Mac cruise together? Of course. Nobody else worth going on a Floatwood Mac with Aunt Carol. She can still charm the pants off any bartender, even in her 70s. Tia, uh, my mom. <laughs> Sorry. I forgot my son was literally holier than thou. But if she drives you crazy, are the free drinks really worth it? If you asked me at your age, I'd have said, hell no. I just had you, and Carol even said to my face, I'll never understand a woman who would choose a child over her own freedom. Whoa, that's pretty harsh. It was the late 80s. Your aunt was a third-wave feminist and lacked nuance. Still, at the time, I was furious. They had a whole thing about us not going over to Grandma and Grandpa's whenever she was in town. Drove everyone in the family crazy. That doesn't sound like a fun time. It wasn't. I remember getting a phone call from her a few times. Well, a voicemail. I wasn't picking up the calls. Always the same thing like, Sis, how are you? Hope Ferris and the kids are good. I'm spending the summer in Paris eating cheese. Yada, yada, yada. Never once acknowledging that I was avoiding her, or even why I was mad. That must have been... Infuriating? <laughs> Still, she was persistent. This went on for like two years, until the first appointment with your dad. Yeah? I remember. We just learned the diagnosis, and he went to lie down before you got home from school. I sat at the kitchen table, staring at nothing. Then it rang. Carol? The one and only. She had no clue about your dad. Only wanted to chat. You picked it up? You know, I remember seeing her name on the caller ID your dad was so proud of. And for a second, I thought better of it, 
But then I picked it up and just said, hey, Carol. Was she surprised? If she was, she didn't let it show. Just said, hey, sis, glad I caught you. How's Tanawanda? I immediately started sobbing, spilling everything about your dad's leukemia. Without missing a beat, she consoled me. Even after all that time, I ignored her. Hmm. Good sister. She really is. We stayed on the phone for an hour after that, talking about anything and everything. And you know what? She was still ridiculous and a little bit of a snob. But I drank in that chat like it was the only thing keeping me going. Wow. I'm glad she was there for you. Me too, Ben. I'm sure you can see where I'm going with this, but I want to give you a piece of advice my mom gave me during my Aunt Carol protest. Yeah? Family is like a hardy plant. It feels inevitable, but it isn't. It doesn't take a lot, but without some watering, it'll be dead and gone. I sure am glad your aunt did the watering for us. That's really beautiful, Mom. Thanks for sharing that. Ah, oh, don't thank me. Finish drying those dishes and go talk to your Satanist little brother. But why does it always have to be me that reaches out? Benjamin Robert Moynihan, you are 35 years old. But, uh, I mean, uh, fine. Thank you, dear. And bring in one of those ginger ales I have on the porch. You want a jacket? What? You want a jacket or something. It's freezing tonight. What was that? Oh, nah, I'm fine. Bogey's warming me up. You want one? Yeah, I'm good. You sure, St. Ben? <sighs> fine. You're too easy, Bender. Shut up and hand it over before I change my mind. Here, catch. Jesus, Warwick's? For a guy who doesn't smoke, you sure are a snob. <sighs> I'm gonna feel like death tomorrow. Isn't death the whole point of the Catholic thing? Don't smoke now so you can light up in heaven with God. I like to think it's a bit more complex than that. If <laughs> you say so. You know, the other priest I live with is obsessed with these things. He hides them, but we both know they're there. That old German? Yeah. Mom told you about Clem? She mentioned him in one of her reports. Sounds like a pretty funny dude. He's definitely a weird guy. Spent enough days in Berlin at this point to believe that. Not that many old guys at the clubs, though. <laughs> I'd believe it. But yeah, I just meant like, we've got cigarettes in the house all the time. I know where they are. Nobody would even know if I took one. God knows Clem isn't the keeping count guy these days. But I never do. I'm not even tempted to do it. I don't even think I like smoking. Oh, yeah? <sighs> yep. And then... Uh, here I am, complaining about the brand because I'm around my cool little brother. What are you talking about, man? It's like... Every time we're together, I'm just that dork back in high school with my cooler, badass little brother. I'm a grown-up with my own dang issues, but when I'm around you for whatever reason, I can't shake the past. Shit. Okay, we're getting heavy then? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, you do get what I'm saying though, right? I don't know, dude. 
I'm not trying to do anything but hang out with you and mom right now. Why does that bring you down so much? I mean, I don't know, dude. I, I think it's just like... You never compromise who you are at any moment. I thought that was supposed to be a good thing. <sighs> yeah, maybe if you didn't impose who you are on me or on mom. According to mom, I come around way more than you do. Jesus, it's not just about coming around, but... You're right. What's it about, then? This isn't about Mom. I don't even know why I brought her up. <laughs> you tell me I'm the reason you're acting like a middle schooler, and you can't get five minutes into a conversation without hiding behind her again. <sighs> you're such an idiot. And you're a baby, Bender. So if this isn't about Mom, then what's your problem? It's not a problem. <sighs> Look, remember when we were both home from school? Must have been our early 20s. I was preparing for seminary, and you just met the guys from the Gooch. We went to that wrestling match. Yeah, that was great. Old man Glombo and his sons Brindle and Hot Breath beat the shit out of Perfect Victor. He turned heel after that match. Historic. Well, I never watched wrestling and didn't want to go at all. I was old enough at that point to tell you that, but you were so excited that you got me wrapped up in saying yes to you. So you tagged along. <sighs> I remember being there for hours, waiting by the back wall for this loud, miserable night to be over. I knew you were excited about it, but it just... it wasn't for me. Aw, uh, no way! I remember that as an awesome time! Yeah, because you were so pumped that you went up front and you never even noticed that I was hanging back. I genuinely don't remember that, man. I'm sorry. You seriously don't have to be. And that's kind of the point I'm trying to make. You find your fun and make it for yourself. If I don't, tough luck. I don't get what you're trying to say here, dude. I don't force you to do anything. That's not... That's not what I'm trying to say. Seriously, I don't blame you for this. I'm just trying to be honest. Fine. Go on, then. What I'm trying to express is that you are an extremely smart, charming, and almost annoyingly cool guy. <laughs> Why couldn't you have started with that? But you are always using that to get your way. I don't always get my way. <sighs> Alex, Mom made me sit at the table for a full hour tonight, waiting for you to get here so we could eat. No shit. Really? Really. She's obsessed with making us happy, man. But we both know you're her favorite. Yeah, right. Seriously. I'm shocked she hasn't started wearing a, a pentagram next to her cross. She's so proud of your band. Yeah, but you should hear the guilt trips I get when you're not around. Gushing about all that good you do. Her perfect saintly Benjamin. Really? I'd always assumed she was a little annoyed I became a priest since she wanted grandkids. Don't remind me. Since you're Mr. Celibacy, I'm supposed to pick up that slack. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that one. <laughs> you should be. Anyway, back to how horrible it is that I'm extremely charming. <sighs> All I'm trying to say is, I get so caught up in your current, I lose myself. Or maybe just my confidence, I don't know. But the point is, I love you, and I worry if every time we hang out, we have to do the absolutely miserable crap that you like to do, I won't be able to stomach it. <sighs> Speaking of, this cigarette is not helping my stomach. Alex? You there, man? 
yeah, man. Just thinking. Gotcha. Listen, I didn't mean to offend you. I get that this stuff's fun for you. I just want us to both enjoy the things that we- Dude, relax. What? I just said I'm thinking. Can I do that without you freaking out for once? Yeah, that's... <sighs> Fine. I just don't want you to think that I think you're a bad brother because you- Ben! Sorry. I guess... I don't know, man. I'm trying not to take this like, you need me to be some other dude. See, that's really not what I'm trying to say. I know, I know. But look, I've been on tour for the last six months, and I get to come home like twice in that time. When I'm around mom and you, I don't really want to have to think about how I come off. I just want to hang out with my family. Come on, Alex. It's not like I'm asking you to change who you are. Chill, Bender. I'm trying to... I'm trying to tell you how I'm feeling. Oh. Uh, yeah. Go for it. Look, like I said, I I'm on tour a lot. And I'm on a lot. For the fans. Like you're pretending? What? No, man. I love what I do. The clubs, the band. It's really fun and pretty fucking rewarding. It's just intense. Spending every day in a van and then just on. Going nuts on stage, meeting people afterwards, talking to weirdo fans from all over the world. Don't get me wrong, I'm a weirdo too, but they're on another level. It's a lot. Sounds like it. Like, okay, last week we were in Asbury Park on the final leg of the tour after playing six days straight. All I wanted was a nap. But we get to the venue and there's a decent crowd and everyone's into it, which is pretty energizing. I was having fun, but I still planned to sneak out after the gig since Jeff went to Rutgers and this was basically a hometown show for him anyway. He'd get mobbed and I could just slip out. But then, I see him. Who? You remember Rick Hansen? That quiet kid from high school? The one and only. Moved out to Jersey right after graduating and has been coming to Gooch shows ever since. <laughs> Loves us. In the early days, we even played a show just for him. Whoa. I had no clue. <sighs> yeah. Years go by now, and I know I gotta give him the time of day. I mean, how could I not? But the guy can talk, though. Yeah, I know the type. <laughs> I bet you do, father. <laughs> the thing is, as annoying as Rick can be, and, and trust me when I tell you, it's a lot. One thing I learned early, when we started getting traction and touring a lot, was that the people in these towns know me? Or like, a version of me? So given I get to do rock and roll for my fucking job, the least I can do is pick up that relationship where it left off. Jeez, Alex. That's really kind of you. <laughs> Thanks. But shit, it's not that kind. It's a great strategy for getting a bunch of free drinks and places to crash, too. <laughs> I bet it is. Look, Ben. I'm just trying to tell you. I come home, and I don't want to do that with my mom and brother. But I got that I'm a loud dude, and as annoying as you are sometimes... As bad as Rick? <laughs> nah, I mean, sometimes probably, but I like you a lot more. Gosh, I'm so flattered, little brother. <laughs> Whatever, man. I just mean to say, I get what you're saying, and I'm down to do something different. I think I get what you're saying, too. Maybe we just gotta even the playing field. 
Hang out somewhere more neutral next time. Hey, where? I mean, what's in the middle of a church and a black metal show? Jim Snorton's? Hell yeah, Jim Snorton's. I'll go get my coat. I mean, I'm still pretty full from dinner. Look at me, pushing against the tide. Oh, come on. See, you've got it in you. Uh, but I guess you're right. Tomorrow makes more sense. Agreed. Well, <sighs> you should go in and hang out with Mom. Yeah, that sounds good. She's been talking about that new Bob Box game for the TV and is dying for us to try it. Let's do it. And thanks for talking. You too, brother. I love you. I'm glad we're still hanging out. I love you too, Alex. Forgive Me is a Rogue Dialogue production. This episode was written by Jack Marone and Bob Ramunda. Here's our cast in order of appearance. Casey Callahan, Father Ben. Cheryl Mordant, Teresa. And Bob Ramunda, Alex. Dialogue editing by Bob Ramunda. Sound design, score, and mixing by me, Adam Ramunda. All of the graphic design comes from Sam Twardy. Find out what we're up to by following at Forgive Me Show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Did you like the show? If you did, go follow it on your favorite podcast player. If you really enjoyed it, rate it and review it on Podchaser or Apple Podcasts. This podcast is made possible by our supporters on Patreon. By becoming a patron, you can access an ad-free feed, director's notes for each episode, music from the show, and more. Become a patron over at patreon.com slash roguedialogue. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. We truly appreciate you all for listening and spending time with our characters on this holiday. Happy Thanksgiving. We hope you spend the time with your friends and family and loved ones. We'll see you all next year with more from Forgive Me. Until then, we love you. Bye. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. The world has still ended. Darcy was a cafeteria worker. Do you see that minotaur sitting out in the food court? What minotaur? Just an ordinary, everyday human, probably. Egerton, you didn't even need a fairy cake. Why did you eat a fairy cake? Because I stress eat sometimes. Egerton was a PR flack for the imperial government. This extremely devastating explosion was, in fact, a celebration. He's a flightless fairy with a sweet tooth. There were some zombies, but Blatt blew them up. I climbed a tree. And we're skipping ahead. And we're skipping ahead. Blatt used to be a filing clerk. I'll pneumatic tube it up, sir. Now he's discovering the secrets of his half-demon heritage, like his ability to summon a soul-bound weapon. Oh, you're here to destroy a time, eh? Well, eat bazooka! (laughs) Three normal dweebs, rescued from the end of the world and sent on a last-ditch quest to save all of reality. There is a way to stop the shattering, but we need you three. The End of Time and Other Bothers, an improvised fantasy role-playing game set in the world of Alba Salix. Find it in your favorite podcast app or visit otherbothers.com. There's no evil, so you're welcome. Flawless logic. Oh, boy. <laughs>